0: Garrett Bush
2: and so many big names it would take me hours to say all of their names
3: the ultimate
0: Cleveland sports
4: show booyah I feel sorry for the fans man I, I just really do. Um, man, you know, y'all came out, you know, I was doing the pregame, and y'all come out every single week, and y'all come out and root for this team, and I, y'all come out and y'all give everything y'all y'all can, and, 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 you know, they come out here and they find a different way to embarrass you every week. They found a different way to stick the dagger in your back every
1: week. Just an update on the game. It looks like the Chargers are going to punt the ball. The Browns will have. Um,
5: no, no. The Chargers what? went for it on fourth and two inside their own fifty and did not get it.
1: The they Browns
5: have the ball inside the fifty with about what? a minute to go and no timeouts.
4: Are you trying to kill me? This is crazy! Oh my gosh!
1: What, but what just, is going
4: like? What is going on with the NFL? How drunk is this league right now? It's 106 and, the, and they have the rock.
1: He missed it. He missed it? He oh. missed it. Oh, my God. He How far was it? He missed it. 53 yards. He missed. Oh, my God. Vested. <laughs>
5: I, I, Mikey, Mikey McNuggets, when I walked in, I said, Mikey, now you know what, what we've been going through because he's the only non-Clevelander in this group. And I think you took it harder than everybody. We're used to that.
4: Bro,
3: man. <laughs> I just,
1: the, the way. If they, he would have made it, we would have been like, oh, my God, he made it.
3: The oh, way man. the
1: last two minutes unfolded, I, pure insanity. And to get the roller yeah. coaster ride to be at the peak and think you're about to, like, take off to the moon. I know. i going to be dropped off like the Tower of Terror in Disney World. Yeah. It hurt. Yeah, that was, G. Man. Bush,
5: my
4: man, I think you need some counseling. Hey, I do, man. was—you know, I was feeling your pain because here's the thing like like I had a guy come in his name is uh his, his his name is Brian Flanagan. He came from Scotland. Oh, no. This man came from Scotland. Brought me this brought me this button up. Look at this. This is a, this a just gave it to me and was like, yo, man, are we going to get a win today? Just excited. Two people came from Florida drove up and I was just feeling like man. Y'all do that to people that have spent their hard earned time, energy, and money to come down there for nothing. For like that? Y'all, I mean, I'd be feeling sorry for these dudes, man, because at the end of the day, I get to show up and do things and I get to pay my bills by doing something, talking about sports. But these people is just showing up, putting their hard earned money and hearts in their sleeve. This dude drove, not drove, he flew from Scotland. You got fans in Scotland, man, and it's crazy that, that this is what this is what happens. I mean, this dude has to be devastated. Bro. We don't even have the Scottish Hammer anymore. No, no, he's just like, yo, I've been a Browns fan for thirty years. I watch. He's yeah. like, I watched the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show every single day. You know, what I mean, people, Iceland, Finland. People down it's in nuts. Brazil, yeah. it's crazy. It is nuts, and I'm just, I'm just sorry that those guys didn't get no payoff. Man. Um, lot to unpack, a whole lot to yeah. unpack. Hey, the Guardians won. Yeah. Yes. I, hey.
5: I mean, that keeps us away from sharp objects. Yes, it does.
4: Yes, it does.
5: So, yep. and we will talk about that. And the starting pitching rotation is set, sets up perfectly. I don't think that Tito could have asked for anything more than what he has in front of him here. Uh, we're going to talk about the incredible game on Saturday. It's games like that that let you know you have a heart in your chest, because uh, it was pounding like never before. What what an absolute incredible pitching performance! 24 innings, and they allowed one run on one swing. I mean this, and they've won 26 of their last 32. Oftentimes, it's not the best roster; it's the hottest team. And right now, the hottest team, without question, is your Cleveland Guardians. So we're going to talk about that. Tim Couch joins us at 11:30. We'll get his thoughts on that debacle train wreck that we saw. Brown's made a trade. Um, Don't order in your playoff tickets just yet, but we're going to tell you (laughs) what it is. We'll break it down. Um, I think we all have some strong things to say about that, but we got to start with the absolute abject train wreck that took place about 300 yards from here at First Energy yesterday. Um, Guys, there's always it's, – it's always, you know, it's never one thing. Never, never, never. But, but I think with this team, what, what is most troubling is it's so many things. Like a lot, of team, a lot of times teams can look at the loss and say, it was one play. It was one call. It was one thing. You got the 32nd-ranked offense running the ball. I think they just got another 100 yards <laughs> over first <laughs> – I mean, funny. It's, it's unbelievable. Mm, that's funny. The, the defense – was like wet paper. Um, Offensively, I have to say, I I think offensively, they hit the mark. 28 points. I know it's the Chargers, but they were averaging 17 coming in. Yep. 28 should be enough to win. Brad, since you're sitting where Bull normally is, and Bull will be back tomorrow, right? He's uh, in New York for a bar mitzvah over the weekend. Since
4: you're sitting where he's sitting, what they
5: need you to do is go off. No, yeah, <laughs> I just, I mean, there's so much, and I'm sure all of us have our own slants and our own takes, but Brad, you get to go first.
3: Well, I appreciate the uh, opportunity to, to parlay on this first. So I, I'm i going to break my promise to Jason. I told Jason I wasn't going to say anything that. I was going to see it. And I silent. told
0: you, I don't believe that for one second. <laughs> all right. So <laughs> since you're right, I'm going to go in. And, uh,
3: now, you're this, not going to say this, anything this, about this, what? Yeah, well, the, the, mm. first of all, I'm so <laughs> perturbed, right? And I think I'm symbolic of many of the people that. Follow this team, right? Because we we live and die with this team, right? We, for, for whatever reason, whatever reason you do, you do. But I'm so tired of this team not ever meeting the moment. It never meets the moment. And when you said earlier that you know we lose a thousand, no, we don't lose by a thousand ways, right? We a thousand just reasons. Thousand reasons. Yeah. It's only because we do the same dumb stuff all the time.
5: So you can no. put dumb stuff under one reason and it all, and that. Yeah, because here. Because that kind of doesn't
3: Jay, we knew we walked into this thing. We've been saying for months, your interior defensive line was trash. Mm-hmm. Right. You have no linebackers. Mm-hmm. If I watch J.O.K. run outside one more time. I know. And Eckler running. Uh, <laughs> Eckler, the Atlanta Falcons. I'm like, dude, do you even know where you're supposed to be?
4: No keys.
3: <laughs> you're not look, even, at this
1: stat, look at this stat, by <laughs> the way, speaking of the interior defensive line. I'll read it are for you guys. Uh, Among the 106 qualifying interior defensive linemen, the Browns have the number 105 and 106 graded players at said.
0: One has got to be Togiai. One of those has to be Togiai.
5: Well, I, 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 I don't even know if, if it is because I don't think he's qualified. Togiai I, hasn't had that many snaps. I don't know. He
0: has the last couple of weeks.
5: When do do we be, know which two those are? It doesn't matter. Because if you throw Togiai in there and he's not in there, it's 105, <laughs> 106 exactly. to 107. Okay. It doesn't matter. We're trash inside. And we knew that. We're tra- this Holden, is not a you, surprise you to
3: anybody. You and anybody. I, we have talked about it. Yeah, well, we've why talked about is it, it on this that show no one, why, is it down, why is it no one in Berea sees that?
5: That's why? a great question, Brad. That's a, that's then a great the secondary,
3: question. So, this is your first line of defense. I'm just a basketball player. But your first line of defense is the guys up front. Absolutely. All right, so if you and get that's past, typically where you win, by the way, if is if in you, the trenches. If you get past my first two, guys, my secondary, my secondary line, which is the linebackers, have to plug the gaps. I can't take J O K okay no more. I just can't. He is an oversized safety. That's all he is playing a linebacker position, not filling not one gap, not one hole getting shoved out the way. Listen, stop playing with me. And then now you what you do in the middle of the night. We do a what A <laughs> trade in the middle of the night via Cash app or whoever <laughs> app we use to find, a, uh,
5: to find a dude with a shoulder problem with PayPal. Uh, Here, let me, let me. Not <laughs> just shoulder problems. I, I would think, and Jason, correct me if I'm wrong, but Deion Jones is, you would label him as a problem child, wouldn't you? Yeah,
0: I mean, that's the knock on him, and we'll get back to Brad. That's the knock on him, but you, you never know. It's a new coach, doesn't fit his system. Right. There's a hundred reasons, and if you say problem child, it seems like it puts it all on him, and I don't know if that's fair to him. And so, now, Jamie Collins was a problem child when he got here. He really right. was. No, he was. And maybe Dion Jones is The reason I one. say
5: that is because when you're making the amount of money that he's making, you have to... Whatever, whatever the situation is, you have to go out there and you have to perform. You have to yeah. be a positive influence in the room. And he has not been. And by the way, he's injured. Yes. Any indication at all when yeah, he'll be he's, ready, he's I on think, IR. I
3: think he's close. I so, think he's so close. Let, me, let me say this, right? So we we
5: gave up nothing to get him, and nothing. it's going to cost us almost nothing in right cash. Here. So nothing ventured, nothing gained. But I wouldn't expect. A, he's a great athlete. He's, he's fast. He, he played at LSU, didn't he? Yes. He's fast. Um, he's athletic. He's small, and maybe he's gonna maybe he's gonna help. I don't know. I think the Browns probably came
0: to the same conclusion we did. Sione Takitaki, Jacob Phillips, ain't it? Ain't nope. The not Anthony do Walker Jr. injury was huge, devastating, huge, devastating. We spent so much time talking about Miles Garrett, Genevieve, and Clowney missing, and the Walker injury kind of flew into the. He radar seems to first. be the
5: heartbeat of that let, defense let, too. Let, let, let me, and let, now he's gone. Let me so. say this.
3: Let me say this because this is the, this is the silliness of this conversation.
5: How is it silly? The
3: silliness linebacker. is this from this standpoint. L- not from lack this of here. depth. If you're in, no this, if you're in the game and know the game, I can walk into a gym today in five minutes. I can tell you who could freaking play and who can't freaking play, right? So you have to know that these people out here can not play and do the things you need to do. So why are we sitting around here addressing nonsense? Sue is sitting out there and Dominican Sue is sitting out there. We got a hole fill it. You got a linebacker problem. I don't care who because now I'm thinking like this. I'm, I'm driving around yesterday. leaving. I'm taking my kid back to the airport. She can go back to Maryland, right? I'm saying.
6: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
3: Kareem Hunt, how much value can you bring me out here? <laughs> if you're not going to use them, trade them. I said, what kind of value can you? Because that's what I'm thinking at. Sure. I don't want you to go, but guess what? How many I times
5: were made... they on the field together yesterday? Oh, my God.
3: Mm-hmm. Here. Here. And I won't even get to the stretch. Chubb is running crazy in the first half. He was on a miss, he was on a milk carton in the second half. I
5: know he was. 14 mm-hmm. carries for the game. <laughs> I like. Are we, are we freaking nuts? Yeah. So I, I, I go back to this. So you're you're throwing it. It sounds like you're throwing it on Andrew Berry and Kevin Stefanski. Well, here
3: I, I'm so sick of Stefanski stuff. It's like ridiculous here because now you here I can't blame jo- Jacoby Brissett. He played great. I can. Hold on. He played great. Yeah, I can, and I he, will, too. Hold on. He played great to the stretch drive, right? And he has shown me in this thing. You take him what you what you want here. He is not that guy, right? And we knew so that. So, when I go down the stretch, why am I putting him in a position to be that
5: guy? Here's the thing, though. How is Dallas 4-1 and with a backup? How's I don't, that happening? You know I, why that's happening? Their defensive player. I watched Micah Parsons oh my yesterday. God. I watch Micah Parsons He's become... the Defensive Player of the Year. He is the Defensive yeah. Player of the Year. And you know what? This is why I said this earlier this year. I don't want to hear Miles Garrett name mentioned in the top defensive players anymore. And I'm sorry, Miles. I love you. I do. You're a beast. But why is it when the Cowboys game is in the balance, Micah Parsons looks like he puts on a cape yeah. and makes the it just play. Just wrecks the game. It wrecks the game. And we saw that last year in the Super Bowl. Aaron Donald, they needed a play. He absolutely willed his team to the Super Bowl. He's a defensive player of the year candidate. Mm. I think T.J. Watt, before he got hurt, had that kind of presence on the game. Micah Parsons is incredible. But they talked all the junk about the number one defense. We're going to have to be a number one defense. We're going to carry this team. They they let the number 32 ranked offense run for 240-some yards yesterday on them. Eckler had 10 yards of rush. That's not the number one defense, not even close. And Miles is not the defensive player of the year, and he can't be in that conversation because he was—he disappeared yesterday.
3: Jay, the other thing I'll tell you is this. I'm I convinced yesterday, I had to go out and do some landscaping in my own yard. That's how mad I was, right? <laughs>
4: I did the same thing. I had to.
3: All right. I'm digging ditches. It's just just ramers. Just I'm putting
4: bricks <laughs> in one pile and stacking them on another. <laughs> I, I said, here. No, you just, I know, I know the feeling. Yeah. Just like I got You're, some energy and I gotta kill it this now.
3: Is, this is what I'm saying when I'm laying this down, Jason. Oh, you I'm a fool. You've been selling me a bill of goods that these dudes is good. And we bought it. These dudes is trash. I played you. <laughs> yeah, you. You played me. Played and you. I bought it. Yeah. Cause not not the first you, time was, we've done that. What you selling me. It's not this, mm-mm, bro.
4: One, two, mm-mm, mm-mm, it's a problem here. The, the numbers bear it out. I got all this. I got all the receipts. The numbers bear <laughs> it out. These guys running around here talking about we gotta, we gotta figure it out. We gotta be on the same page. First of all, I don't hear nobody else saying that. You know what it is? Being, not being on the same page is a euphemism. That's something that you say to make it seem like not bad. If I go out and I spend all the money, all the rent money in the club, if I go in the strip clubs, (laughs) if I'm getting liquored up, if I'm going right over there to the casino using all the rent money and I get home and my wife say, you know what? Babe, what's going on? Like what what we doing with this money? And I turn to her and say, we really not argue about no money. We just having a, a communication error in our finances. <laughs> no, it ain't no communication error. Yo, dumbass." What if you did that five months <laughs> in a row? Because <laughs> that's what we have. We have five games in right. a row where
5: it's the same story. We're not on the same page. We're having communication issues. Five games in a row. If Half? you try that with your uh, five months in a row, if you come home and say, babe, it's just a communication thing. I'm not. I'm not I'm picking just, up what you're I, what, what picking you, out. Half, you're,
4: you're out the door. Yeah, half means is yeah. She'll be she'll be living good in another apartment, courtesy of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Leaving swell, leaving swell, <laughs> right? She's <laughs> taking a car back. She's getting the order. and she might put me on some alimony. She's like, listen, I live good now. I can't just go back to what I was doing. And they're gonna take it. The bottom line is, stop Call it what it is. The Browns and Joe Woods don't do anything well. Nothing. It's irrefutable. They do nothing well. They don't tackle. They don't get turnovers. They don't pressure the quarterback. They don't have good pursuit angles. They don't stop the run. They don't know their assignments. They don't communicate. They do nothing well. So let me ask you a question. Why are you still playing? And if you think you're playing, let's go ahead and take a look at the trends overall. Because this is damning. They, they've gotten worse when people tell you we just got to figure out they've gotten worse. Their overall grade on PFF. Oh, goodness. Overall, they start with it a, with a, with a 66 overall or 68. Then they got a little better 74 down to a 60 68 against the Pittsburgh Steelers down to a 60.8 overall against the Falcons and you just jumped back up and got to 70 percent. But here's the problem. Which I, which is stunning. That's stunning. 70%. 70%? They got five defense, four defensive tackles. You're right. I does have enough snaps. it definitely has enough snaps. He's grading out of there 29%. The highest-graded defensive tackle they got is 53 in Taven Bryan. And you've known this how long, OG? Since training camp. Mm, this is two
3: years season. in a row with the
0: tackles. This it is two, is two years, years in, a in a row.
5: Yeah, this isn't a problem that just cropped up.
3: So, so why is it? Tell me so you guys tell me. I mean, you guys got great opinions here. If we can see it and they should be down there with them. <laughs> you, he him. You know them.
4: Why can't they <laughs> he, see it?
3: He, he, he I can it. tell you now. if I was going to go scout a, a, a high school basketball player, right? I could go in the gym and you know, it's a four quarter game. I only have to stay for the first quarter to know who can play who cannot play. I'll stay a little bit longer to see what, what you can really, really do, but I can tell. So, you can tell me that you don't know this. So, is it that... You don't this to, is
5: not a surprise. You don't want to spend more money. I think the surprise money. is how bad they've been.
3: Can I, can I say this? Is it that you paid Deshaun all the money and you got no more money left to pay? What is the
5: deal? Are they are they intoxicated by big names? And, 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 and let me set that up. Obviously, Deshaun Watson. But Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham Jr. produced very little here. They went out and got Jadavion Clowney, who has made things better on the pass rush front. Right. But... They're going for the five-star big name. Put the name up in marquee, but that's not how you win. You win with supporting cast. Say it again. And when I look around at the supporting cast, I'm like, this is really a bad, bad defense. We, We thought that they could be a top five. There were guys saying, no, 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 not top five. Top number one.
1: Jay Feely came on the show and said he expects the Browns to have the best defense in the NFL this year prior to week one. Jadavian
5: Clowney said after the
0: game yesterday it's the most talented defense he's been a part of on paper, which means nothing. No, but I, I thought he was
5: frank and refreshingly honest yeah. with his assessment. Yeah. Is maybe he's the guy. Nobody else is going to do it. Maybe he's the guy that says behind closed doors, guys, we're stealing money here. We're stealing money. We're not getting it done. The fans aren't getting what they deserve. Let's. Enough, enough. But,
3: but JT, I'm glad you said that because usually the person that tells a, a, in the locker room tells you that you're stealing money is somebody with some real credibility out here, right? And not that Jadavion uh, Clowney isn't that guy, but when I look around, it's not Garrett Newsom's, the Wars, the Johnson and Dell put up in trash. They're
4: trash. Bags. John, John, John Johnson, like They're trash it, John bags. Johnson. ain't made a place since he be here. Let's right. keep it a buck. Right. What do you, I don't? He has, when you hear his grades, this guy, do you know he missed? He missed a thir, 33% of his tackles. 33%. Jok missed fifty percent of his tackles.
3: I, I'm just gonna go to Jok. Did you see when he when Eckler run inside? Jok went wide. I was I said, why are you wide out he, he doesn't want any more smoke.
4: 62 <laughs> If I don't make contact with him, I can't miss the tackle. Sixty-two percent of my Run defense. Run defense are great. Sixty-two percent. It,
3: it irritated the, the color analyst yesterday. He's watching this on, during the game. He's like, this is awful. Jason, but,
5: you've been awfully quiet. So. Let's hear you unpack what you've got here. Because I know, I, I, and I'm more in line with you. I know where you're going. Yeah. I'll let you take us there.
0: You guys have hammered the defense, and rightfully so. Like, There's no retort. They've been awful. They've been terrible defensively. They too many missed tackles. Too many busted coverages. Too many leaks in the secondary. They seem to got those plugged up, and now the, the front seven's letting them down, and they're getting gashed in the front. I agree with all of that. You want to fire Joe Woods, go ahead and fire Joe Woods. Yep. But I don't know what that's going to solve. And I don't say that sarcastically. This is what you got. Like, who on this staff is going to come in and rectify this and go out and care. fix it? Nobody it's a scapegoat. Care. If you fire yeah. Joe, it's just a scapegoat. Which and it keeps that revolving door yeah. mentality and, and, and going. I mean, and, and I will remind you, this defense played really well over the second half of last season. Where did they all go?
1: There
5: were cries for Joe Woods to be fired in the first half of oh, last season. Oh, yeah. Year. The Patriots game was – they got their pants pulled out. I down. thought that was it for Joe Woods. I, did I too. literally, at the end of that game, I said, well, I did too. we're going to fix something because that guy's
0: gone. I did, too. And then they turned it around like that. They fixed it. And they it. were a much different defense. These same guys, all these guys were killing, were much different and played much better the second half of the season. Now, you can't keep wasting – A half of a season on terrible football play. You can't No, but I just don't know what what firing Joe Woods truly solves. If we're looking for solutions, what does that solve? The thing that I keep going back to, we knew this was going to happen. We knew maybe not the particulars of how this is going to play out. As soon as Deshaun Watson was suspended for 11 games, it altered the course of the season and Jacoby Brissett, God love him. When they decided to ride and die with Jacoby for 11 games, we knew there's going to be a lot of deaths
6: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: And gotta have it moments. He doesn't have it. The Jets game interception. I don't want to put that on him. He never should have been in that position. No. That was a total team collapse and failure by the defense and special teams. But he still threw the interception. But he still threw the interception. And, and they were
5: in they were in position.
0: And he's still through the pass. Yeah, there's no question. Atlanta, they were close to field yep. goal range. Yep. He takes a bad sack. He forces a terrible throw no question. as a terrible interception. Yep. This is Baker all over again, guys. It's Baker Brissett. Oh, he's got great numbers. Oh, the offense looks good. No. Oh, we scored twenty-eight points. When you got to have it from your quarterback, he doesn't have it. And I'm not trying to like, like I heard Brian Hartline say something really poignant about like coaching players one day, and he's like, you can only you can only
5: ask, ask them, them to do what they're capable of doing. You. Yes, yeah.
0: you can only ask them to do what they're capable of doing. Yep. Jacoby Brissett is not capable of Deshaun Watson type things. Of uh no, Tom not. Brady type things. Nobody's saying that. So this is the situation but that they throw eating. yesterday. The throw if the yesterday, ball
5: wasn't picked where it was, it would have been picked by three it would have been picked by the other back the, that was all the, over the, Amari Cooper. Worst decision. They're in range.
0: They're,
3: there's no question. You see there's a flaw in Jacoby Brissett his thinking when the pressure is on is not where he's it be. doing what
0: we but, were told but, he would not but, do. Well, me, exactly. But You're right. Turn the ball Cause, over cause Everybody keeps saying, moments. well, the guys, okay. this
5: is what we expected. Okay, so, no, so, what we expected was a guy that could manage the game and that and would not, not turn this the is ball. What we heard over. all the time. He does not turn the ball over. He takes care and of the ball. I, and I he t- doesn't try to make throws he's not capable of making. And he
3: has managed the game until the final moments of the game.
5: Let me just say this. There's a problem with that. It's, yeah. the, it's the pitcher that throws a shutout for eight innings. He walks a guy to lead off the ninth and then gives up a solo home run. Other than that, he was spectacular. No, no.
3: So let me ask you this, because this is where I go back to. I, I, here, I'm not uh, uh, letting Jacoby Brissett off the hook by any, by any means, right? I'm gonna give you a, a just three uh, three letters and you tell me what it means. KYP. It know
2: means you, know, know your, your
3: personnel. Yeah. Every coach, every manager knows that freaking rule. Know your personnel. So if I know that this kid has a tendency to 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 self-destruct down the stretch. But
5: he But doesn't. he hasn't. He hasn't been that no, guy until those, he's been with Stefanski. No, those three games here, right? Listen, <laughs> but, but what we're saying is his body of work heretofore was he wasn't that guy. I honestly think that's why they got him. That's Somehow fine. we've turned him into Indeed. Baker Mayfield.
3: So <laughs> the other thing I tell you this, let me go back to this. Y'all my guys, you know you my guy. Where the hell is Chubb at? What is the problem?
5: He's on a pitch count. He got 14 yesterday.
4: What is the problem here? Your best player is going to get three carries a quarter. Dumb. Hey, listen. Done with that. Listen, here's the thing. Done with it. If you're not going, just trade him, bro. I'd be feeling sorry for the dude, bro. Like if you're not gonna use him right, if he's looking around, he's looking. at... Now Trump don't say much.
5: We're wasting his best
4: years, guys. Trump don't say like this is the same G- thing. We he took, was
5: rolling. He's he, gonna be Barry Sanders. He's
4: he's looking. On, he's on the sideline. He's looking around like man. I didn't put this team on my back, man. If you're not gonna use him right, trade him to somebody that's gonna use him I'm right. I'm texting. Trade T- him in, Hunt, and just do what you want to do. I'm
3: texting Tyus. Why are you on this post-game show? <laughs> Doing <a commercial>. I'm, <laughs> right. t- I'm texting Ty. I said, Ty, tell me, just tell me to answer me this question. Down the stretch, when well, we knew, we, oh, we we just need a field goal, right? Because we knew we weren't going for a touchdown. We just need a field goal, right? So I'm looking at the distance. I said, we need about seven, eight more yards to give us some comfort here, right? I said, Ty. Why are we? Why did we run 12, three well, times? Two Yeah, out of timeouts time time yeah, time 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 that You got point. a minute
0: left and you're out of timeouts. Yeah, outs. you, you run the ball. Run it. it takes twenty seconds. No, no, here, yeah.
3: here, but here. A, you, t- you can't t- run the let ball. Let me tell it. Let me tell you. Let me tell what Tyva said, Jason. Since you telling me, right? Tyva said we could run the ball twice since Mike ball and got that crew ready to go. You practiced during the week.
5: I, so in theory, can you run the ball in that situation?
0: Yeah, you can. they ran it. They but, got
5: no yards and it took 21 seconds. That's, that's exactly right. Because right. I went hunt. back and looked you. Two. I did the exact you, same thing.
0: Hold on, Dave. Yes. You ran hunt. The top dog sitting on the sideline. Well, Everyone's telling me there's no difference in hunting. and well, Chubb.
4: Well, oh, yeah, this. this what?
5: <laughs> but, but that's ahead, what go go that's
0: ahead. what all you guys say every week. <laughs> hey, Ooh, Hunt's so terrific. I
5: still want Chubb in the game. Two I did too. I need him on the
0: field.
1: Matt rule just got fired.
0: Wow. No
1: kidding. And no one would know the clock management in that situation better than Tim Couch, who's ready to hop in here and let us know. Tim, can you run the ball with 50 seconds in that situation? Or is it too risky a situation with the clock and no timeouts?
2: I mean, it's tough. You know, yeah. I think you're getting down to where you're. You know, it's it's you got to operate very efficiently if you're going to run the ball, and you got to hope you're going to get some yards. Because if you get stopped for zero, then you know it's 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 going to be uh you know your, your offense is going to be backed up. So I I I don't mind throwing the ball right there. Uh, you know, you just got to get some completions, get some get the ball out of your hand quickly, and they just they didn't execute it very well down the stretch, like you know they haven't done the last three weeks when it when it, uh when it's crunch time.
5: Tim, 17 carries for Nick Chubb. There were moments that were huge in this football game. He's on the sidelines. Uh, Is is there any defense of the way they've used their best player on the team?
2: I I don't think so. You know, you, you wonder where he's at. Like you guys just said, like you watch this guy the whole game and he's carried, literally carried the team and got you in the position that you're in. I mean, He's averaging almost eight yards of carry, right? You know, I mean, he's just, he's hot. You know, he's probably the best back in the league right now. Um, You know, I don't know why why they put him on the sideline uh, towards the end of games when he has been your workhorse for the entire game and got you in position to win. Um, It's frustrating. It's definitely frustrating to see him standing over there when, you know, you just want the ball in his hand, get him out on the field. I don't care if you throw it to him or hand it to him, but a guy like that has to be on the field, man. He's your best player. Uh, Your best players need to be on the field and and trying to get the ball into their hand, especially in crunch time situations like that.
4: You know, Tim, I was going to bring up this stat, which is kind of alarming to me. Um, Yeah. uh, Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, he can't throw that football, especially down there. That was unexcusable. I don't know what he's doing. He got to be better than that. But if you extrapolate these stats out over over the rest of the season, Jacoby, even with Jacoby Brissett, if he played a whole year, you end up with David Njoku with 90 catches, about 900 plus yards. You extrapolate it out. Amari Cooper would have over 1,000 yards, right? And Nick Chubb, if he stays on this pace, would get 2,000 yards. So it's hard for me, like, because I was on Jason. I said it last week. He said, no, but he is getting the ball. And I had to go back and look at it and be like, you know what? He's on pace for 2,000. My thing is, if your back is getting 2,000 with a backup quarterback, then to me, you have to go somewhere else to find out where it's at. And to me, it's the defense. I just don't believe that should have been the game that they played, given what Nick Chubb was doing, given even what Jacoby Brissett did. That is enough to win the game, but I don't understand what's going on with the defense. You let me know, Tim, is it the coaching or these guys just not that good?
2: Well, you know, I I totally agree with you. You know, I think, you know, Jacoby Brissett is playing winning football. Uh, You know, he's playing really good until crunch time. You know, his three interceptions have all been when the game's on the line, when they just needed a field goal to either win or tie. So, you know, you, you, you shouldn't be in that position anyway. He's playing well enough to where the defense should go out and stop people. You know, yesterday, the Chargers are, were they the worst running team in the entire they league? And then, seconds. and Eckler goes off for a hundred, average almost 11 yards of carry, man. So for what, what I see is guys taking wrong pursuit angles in, sure. in the run yeah. game, guys coming down, getting out of position, missed tackles. I don't see that necessarily as coaching. I see that as players. Just getting out of position, man, and you got to take more pride in uh, in what you're doing out there, especially defensively. All guys running to the football, taking the right pursuit angles, and right now you just don't see the effort. You just don't see guys taking pride in their in their craft and doing the right things and being in the right positions and and those kind of things. And you know it doesn't take much. You get out of position a little bit, especially against the back like Eckler. You saw him go down the sideline for a 70 yard run and, and breaking off all kinds of big runs. So. You know, it is the defense right now. They're letting us down. Um, you know, at the end of the game, I can't believe the Chargers went for it on that fourth down, but they did get a big time stop right there. I thought the Chargers just handing us the game. They gave you the game. Point. They did. You know, did. And, and we go down to give it right back to them. So that, that was that was the, the most frustrating part
3: for we sure. We say no, you can have it. No, no thanks. No, man. we don't want it, exactly. right? you yeah. it. You take
0: it. You take yeah. it. Tim, yeah. when you're talking about defense and and guys taking the wrong pursuit angles and missed tackling. I totally agree. tackling is not coaching. That's just (coughs) not performance. So what is the role of the, of the defensive coordinator? What's Joe Woods' role in this in terms of setting them up for success? What is, or isn't happening with him? What do you put on him? If that goes on the players, what part of it goes on him?
2: You know that's that's a tough call. You know, I'm I'm not sure exactly. You know, I'm not you know in those meetings, and I don't know what he's expecting from these guys and things. But you know, I think to get that fixed, to get guys to play um, at the right, play the right way, take the right pursuit angles, call them out in meetings in front of everyone. You know that that motivates guys more than anything. Show them, you know, hey, in front of the whole team in a meeting room pull up their play. Hey, what are you doing? You know, look at this pursuit angle right here. How are you going to do that? This is the NFL. You're a starting safety in the NFL. You're coming down, taking an angle like that. Call guys out and they're going to start taking pride in what they do. If not, then you just have to replace them. So, uh, you know, that, that, that would be my strategy. If I was defensive coordinators, I would call guys out in front of everybody, show the missed tackles, show these plays that are causing uh, them to be in these situations. And, uh, you know, hopefully guys will go out and take a little pride and get it fixed.
0: So everybody in Cleveland wants Joe Woods fired. I I think that's the consensus. People want him gone.
4: (laughs) Peace, homie. Especially
0: Garrett. But my (laughs) thing is, what does that solve? What does that truly solve? Who else on staff? It sounds like a scapegoat to me because who else on staff is going to come in and fix that? We're in the middle of the season. So what happens in a building when a coordinator gets fired? Is it just to send a message? Is there actual any results? or solutions that can come of that or is that just simply just to try and get guys attention
2: and shake things up you know it may be a lot of just trying to get guys attention i don't know what it solves especially at this point you know you know like like we said i, I I see it more on the players making mistakes. You know, I think it's uh, you know, we've seen communication issues in the secondary. I don't put that on the coach up. The players are out there, they know the, they know the situation, they know the system, they have to know whether they're in cover two or cover three. You're paying these guys a lot of money to talk out there and communicate and be in the right position and at least get lined up right, take the right pursuit angles. Uh, be, be a good tackler. Those are, you know, basic fundamentals that you shouldn't have to worry about at this level in the NFL. And these guys are, are doing it week in and week out, making these same mistakes over and over, man. So, you know, for me, I, I think that's a player issue. I I, I know that, uh, you know, everyone likes to blame the D coordinator and things like that. But for me, I just think the players need to step up and have a little bit more pride on on the defensive end and, and uh, you know, start start doing their job a little more efficient.
3: Hey, Tim, I'm, you know, I, I, I'm listening to what you're saying. And I'm, I'm a firm believer in you. Back, if you go back to Pee-Wee football, Pee-Wee basketball, (laughs) the coach has got to assume the responsibility of of putting people on notice. Now, I listen to Stefanski's post-game press conference, right? And his thing is the softest thing I've ever heard. Oh, we gotta do better. It's a recording. We gotta get together. We get together. It's on me and the play. No, no, no. Jacoby, you suck. (laughs) Can't do that. You got to put people on blast. Mm-hmm. You got to make them go home and think about it. You got to go home and try to make them cry.
5: <laughs> Scared to go to the grocery store, right? Things will never
0: I, see I, for I a say, but if it saying,
3: Tim noticed, you Tim, noticed, If you never call a player out, he's going <laughs> to automatically assume that it, he wasn't the person. You know that's I mean, how it worked. It wasn't me. They didn't see the mistake I made. It wasn't me. They didn't call me out. You have to put people on because right now, I'm a firm believer in this, Tim. I want your opinion on this. Teams take on the personality of their coaches. They do. Yeah. They do.
0: We're seeing that. So if you
3: come across soft and (laughs) and and, uh, laissez faire, then I'm gonna be a laissez faire player. But if you're a person that keep heat on me all the time, I'm gonna react because I don't want the smoke.
2: (gasps) Absolutely, I, I totally agree with you. You know, the last thing guys want is to be called out in front of their peers, and that's embarrassing, man. You know, I. I you know I played for Bruce Arians uh, you know he was my offensive coordinator in Cleveland Bruce would call you out in front of the meeting room man he he would he didn't care who it was whether it was a quarterback receiver alignment he didn't care who it was he's going to call you out and you're going to fix those mistakes you know you're not going to just sit there and every week do the same thing over and over continue to make these mistakes so i think getting publicly called out like that in in front of um you know especially in a meeting room in front of everyone watching and guys see you making those mistakes uh you know over and over and over at some point you got to take a little pride in yourself and fix it so yeah i would love to see him step up a little bit and and um you know, kind of get guys going, motivate guys, call guys out. I think it's a good philosophy, especially at this point. You know I mean? We, this is three weeks in a row where this team's just had a complete meltdown, had an opportunity to win football games. So it's time to start calling guys out and uh, and holding guys a little bit more accountable.
3: Hey, I got one last question, bro. <laughs> what the hell is going on with JOK? I thought Notre Dame was a smart school. <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know. I don't it's, know. A good I'm, lost. I'm like,
0: dude, do you know the <laughs> basics here?
5: I, yeah.
3: I,
2: do think,
0: I do think he's better with a better middle linebacker next to him. Well,
5: I, you know I think every, yeah,
0: you're absolutely right. Well, like we've seen really bad JOK the last couple of weeks. With Anthony, Anthony, Walker Anthony Walker hasn't been Walker there. next yeah. to him. And, I think and that and makes
5: a huge especially difference. Especially for a young linebacker. I mean, oh. he's still young. There's, it's still early. I'm not ready to cut bait on this guy and just say he's done. Well, look, look. But I, I want to bring one point up and, and get your thoughts on this, Tim, because this shows how fickle the league is. The kicker missed two easy, not not easy kicks, kicks that were within his range. It didn't go our way, whatever. If he doesn't hit the 58-yarder at Carolina,
4: okay.
3: That's not what they Matt
5: Rule and Baker are two and three. Yeah. And Kevin Stefanski and the Browns are one and four. And Matt Rule still has a job today. And Matt Rule is still coaching.
3: Well, and Kevin's hanging from a thread.
5: And then Kevin is <laughs> Kevin's seat is red hot. Kevin is hanging from a
3: thread right now because I don't know that he let is. Me, let me tell you, but here the one the one common denominator I hear all people are getting wise to this. You're not fooling us anymore. Your 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 strategies down. We're gonna go with a fourth fourth of the few. <laughs> On our 30-something. We haven't even talked
5: about that yet. Oh, my God. Tim, let's bring up the issue of fourth down. Now, I I hear this, and I believe it, because every commentator tells me, and Jason tells me, every book in the world tells you, you go for it on fourth and one. I know this is anecdotal. These are the ones that we remember, the ones that blow up. Last week, we saw John Harbaugh and the Ravens go for it. Instead of taking points that would have given them the lead, they lost the game. Yesterday, last night, he was in the exact same situation. And I think the analytics people were telling him, go for it. And I think he said, you know what, I'm the coach. We're going to kick. They took the points. Cincinnati, in that same situation, was down close. They said, we're not going to kick the field goal that would give us the lead. We're going to go for the touchdown. They missed. They lost the game. The Browns going for it. In minus territory. Yes. Where was that? The 31 30, yard 30 line. Thirty some yard line. 31 yard line, and I know it was the third quarter, and you've got plenty of time to make up for it, but they gave the Chargers, <laughs> who were going through them like a hot knife through butter, a short right. field. Now the defense stood up and held them to a field goal, but they lost by two. I'm I, the Ivy League has hijacked our game. They've they've hijacked our game. We've got a bunch of nerd pencil pushers that don't understand flow and feel because they've never played right. at this level, and and they're crunching numbers with their little calculators, and I'm done with analytics to that point. I'm sure they're helpful in a lot of areas, but this fourth-down nonsense, and really, honestly, Cincinnati, San Diego, and Cleveland, they're the three poster <laughs> childs in my – I know everybody's going for it more. I watch these guys. I feel like I'm playing Madden. I was Madden.
2: It's Tim.
1: The Brandon Stanley one yesterday was the most baffling one I've ever. I've. I cannot understand that for the. That was perplexing, but but, uh, Kevin uh,
5: Stefanski's was too. And and Tim, if any point, and you played for some knucklehead head coaches, but at any point (laughs) in your tenure, if they would have sent you out to go for it on fourth and one in minus territory, you would have looked at the coach and said, "What? We're not going for it."
2: Absolutely. You know, I, I think, you know, you sit and watch these games and you're, you're just like, your mind is blown. Like, what in the hell are these coaches thinking, man? Especially, you know, the, the Browns one was obviously awful. The defense did save them and held them to three. But, you know, when the Chargers go for it on that fourth and three right there and all you, all the Browns need is a field <laughs> goal, that's almost like, that's disrespectful to the Browns. Like, and you know what? We, we proved them right. So, so we let,
5: we <laughs> let the little nerd off the hook.
2: For sure. That's, that's like saying, we know that you guys are going to mess this up. So we're just going to go for it. You know, we even if we don't get it, we're going to stop it. You guys will do something to lose the game. And the Browns did it. And they they did let it. them off the hustle. So <laughs> the, the, the analytics are really frustrating to me, Jay. Just like you said, you know, they don't take into account for, you know, momentum in a game, flow nope. of the game. Nope. Uh, you know, you know, they you, you have to favor. build those things as a head coach, and you got to say, "I don't give a damn what the analytics say. I'm putting the football, or I'm taking these easy three points." I you know, think back Harbaugh in the day, did Oklahoma, that last football, night. I do. Yeah, well, for, and, sure, and for sure. Tim, you know, back in the day, when you got down there, there was really no decision to make. You know, look, every now and then you go for it on the fourth down, but you normally take you're taking points. You're putting, uh, all well, these games in the NFL come down to really three points or less, almost You're right. You know, well, Tim, three I'm gonna go. Three
3: I'm gonna go further on you. Hell, do you look at the spread? The spread? Vegas said it was only a two-point game. (laughs)
0: And they got it right. <laughs> Vegas always they gets got it, right. it right. The three could yeah. be crucial.
5: Vegas always gets it right. Yeah, we're going to leave three on
0: the, on the table here. Here's what I'll say. I actually, I'm in the minority again because I didn't have a problem with the Chargers going for it because oh, they put no. the ball in the hand of their franchise. No, they no. gave it to Justin Herbert. and If he converts that, you win the game. The Kansas City Chiefs in the playoffs had Chad freaking Henny on the field and went for yeah. it on fourth down against the Browns. They converted. Well, they, and they had won to, the game. but they no, had they to,
5: yeah. No, in that situation, it was. You, and yeah. by the way, it was like fourth and sixteen. If you, if no, you, it, it was. was and three. Jason, if you there play. was a, there was a long fourth that, that they didn't that they no, had to at go no, no, for. Not, not the one at the end of the game. That's the one I'm talking
0: about. Okay. If you play enough yeah. hands
3: in Vegas, you're yeah. gonna win. All right. Here, let me they just say, say this. Justin you, Herbert's their franchise. You they told have him, to have, you go have, win the
0: game. And, you have and to, you have didn't have. in that moment. Well, but I have no Lamar,
5: Jackson, with put Lamar Jackson is the Ravens franchise. Right. And there have been he times it. And, and Joe Burrow is put the, put the Bengals it. franchise. And there have, and have been he times when they've done it. And so what I'm saying is, I'd don't. i like to talk to Deep I'd like to talk to one of these geniuses. Because here's what they're not taking into account they're using raw data. But what doesn't factor into the data is the situation in the game. That's what data can't get its hands around. What's the league average on fourth and one? Well, there's all kinds of different fourth and ones. There's fourth and one at your own 29. There's fourth and one on the one yard line. There's fourth and one in the first quarter. There's fourth and one with two minutes to go and no timeouts. So, the situation is what analytics is washing out of this whole
3: process. The other thing it doesn't take into account is this. The KYP.
4: Who's on your team?
3: Right. Do you have enough dogs? Do you have enough dogs to say, this dude ain't going to be stopped? Right. That is, you can't get that off a of paper. You, you can only get it by the feel of the game. And put your, here, go down in the fourth quarter, Kevin. Put your sheet down. I'm tired of your sheet. I'm you just sick put, of the sheet. Put your sheet down. What do your eyes tell you? What I, does your knowledge tell you? I just think
0: but, we've gone too far with that. I, and I agree because, like, we were talking Atlanta. Kick the field goal. I was all for Kick the field goal. Fourth and three from the four. Take the points. First <laughs> yep. opening take drive. Em. Take them. So, I'm with you there. Because it's demoralizing when you march all the way down totally the field agree. and you
4: come and you up with this. Nutty.
0: So, Tim, let me ask you this.
3: There has to be somebody on the sideline that has to be able
5: to go to him and be in his ear.
4: You're like, what are you doing? That's organizational. Who is that? That's organization. I want, I want I Bill say.
5: Belichick makes those decisions for New England. Nobody's telling Bill, no. Bill, you need to go for it. You know what Bill would say to that? And Bill uses analytics, too, by the way. And he was on the front edge of analytics. But I also think what the league is figuring out is there's got to be a balance. It can't all be on that piece of paper. Nope. There's got to be. And I think last night, John Harbaugh said, my gut tells me I'm taking these points because right. we're going to need them. And he took them. They did need them. And they've got – they're in first place today. Yeah. They're in first place.
3: Tim, who's on the sideline? Who's there? Because yeah. I don't – I saw Van Pelt sitting down with you. That's the other thing I'll before I go to is that. Jacoby sitting over there by himself. And he ain't got nobody in his ear. Van Pelt yeah. sat next on to him one time. But, I mean, there's no other – veteran quarterback now here, you know, because sometimes somebody has to sit down and say, Hey, are you seeing this? I don't see that. <laughs> He's are like on an island by himself. Well, what's Josh Dobbs going to tell him? Nothing.
5: <laughs> Tim, this is frustrating, bro. You can tell we're we're at the end of it, man.
2: Yeah, you know, I, I think all Browns fans are for sure. You know, I know we are as, as former players watching. It's just, it's just happened for so many years now. It's like, how much can you take of this as a Browns fan, man? Like, we find unbelievable ways to lose football games, and it's just, it's just so frustrating. I mean, this is a good football team. Let, let's start there. This is a good football team that should you know, they, they should have won at least two of these games that they've lost at yeah. least two of them
3: before. And, and, you one know, easily. so they, they be four and one easily.
2: Absolutely. They could be four and one. They, they have to find a way to finish these games, man, because you got some of the best players in the National Football League on your team. You got you got pro bowlers cross that offensive line. You got the best running back in the NFL. You got a stud receiver in Amari Cooper. Jacoby Brissett is playing winning football. You should be winning these games and and they're finding a way to lose them, man. And, and that's the most frustrating part. It's not like we're not capable of beating these teams. We're out there with a not only an opportunity to win the game, they should have won these games. And they're finding ways to give it away. And that, that's certainly most important. Is that uh, culture?
5: Tim, is that culture? Is that organizational? I,
2: yeah, you know, Jay, I think at this point you'd have to say, you know, it's been going on for the last 20 some years, you know, with, with this football team. And, uh, you know, you almost, as a Browns fan and as a former player, you almost just sit back and you're waiting on it at this point. Like, what are we going to do to screw this up? You know, we've yeah. we've played a great game, but I, I just don't feel comfortable <laughs> about pulling this game out in the end, and and that's uh and that's that's tough, man. You you want to feel confidence in the team, you want to trust that these players are going to make um you know the right decisions and make the right plays in crucial times, but at, in the back of your mind, you're just waiting on it. Like, here we go. What, what are we going to do to uh, find a way to lose it? And you know,
5: Saturday, as we're looking at the schedule, we're thinking, man, if you can find a way to steal the game against the Chargers. You've got the Patriots in here. We can get fat on the Patriots. Well, what did the Patriots do? Smoking. The Patriots went out and apparently found their next Tom Brady, and they held the number one scoring offense to zero points. And so uh, I have zero faith. And based on what Belichick did to Stefanski last year, mm-hmm. I have zero faith that they can win this game.
4: I, 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 Tim, I, I think we ask what the question is and what the problem is. And if, if you look across the annals of time, If you look across to the great leaders, Alexander the Great (laughs) uh, uh, Hannibal like like this. This is this is crazy. Uh, Julius Caesar. These people were able to inspire and invoke emotion in people to me. Can we put Terry Francona in there? Yes, we put Tito in there. Okay. Tito, I, I tell you, if Tito coaches team, we be all right, right? <laughs> we'd be five and would oh. Be good. He don't even gotta know the X's and O's because you know what Tito <laughs> understands. He understands how to motivate human beings and men. Here's the problem: when you got somebody that got a hundred million dollars, and they rich, and they family gonna be rich forever. How do you motivate that person? Guardians don't have any of those guys. There you go. (laughs) They keep the payroll low. You ain't got no money. They Always chasing that carrot. But I'll tell you this, like, you know, those generals got people to get out of trenches. Those people, they didn't see their comrades die. They they see their family in years, and they somewhere traveling across some some vast desert, trying to go fight another battle. And you got deserters left and right. The great leaders inspired them and gave them a reason to say, you know what? I'm gonna fight as hard as I can, even though I might not even make it out of here when I look at this team and I look at the game of football in general, the game of football is about emotion. It's about inspiration and it's about going out there leaving everything on the line. When I see the defensive coordinator, he sits up there like he thinks it's a joke or something. Like he ain't worried about nothing. Kevin Stefanski comes off. I ain't worried about nothing. Andrew Barry. You know what? We ain't got D tackles and linebackers. I ain't worried about anything. And nobody has any sort of a of a urgency about themselves that says, Mm-mm. guys, this is not guaranteed. You're not guaranteed to be here, and unless you start making examples out of people like Bill Belichick mm-hmm. does regularly, yeah. Yeah. you, yeah. when your boys, when you said that was my man right here, we we rode bikes together, and he's sitting on, uh, he out on the waiver wire. Okay. That, that that gets attention So quickly.
3: So so, so I'll, sure. I'll say this, and Tim, you you could probably attest to this. <laughs> you know, the best coaches come in sometime, and you know when they want to get their point across, you know what they do. They go in the locker room on a after a bailout, they cut somebody head off.
4: Right in front of the whole
3: crew. This man, he will play. What? He out. Pitty <laughs> out. This guy. Right now, in the locker, have you ever seen that? I'm out. Yes. You have? Like, guess what? Everybody else started doing.
4: Start ducking.
3: Like, hold on. Hold, hold on.
4: Reason on. I so Don't come get me. Some him the reason that hit so different because he's a mayor. I can imagine going in on Monday. Hey, them reports better be done. Yeah. <laughs> out, out. You're out. Finance
5: guy. Out. Out. Tim, what you couldn't see because he wasn't on camera for it was he actually made the motion. Ooh. Boom. Your head's just, off. You're out. So that's so, the that's
3: that's Tim's point, though, because you have... Accountability. You're, you're accountability. Accountability. You, so I don't care if you're making a million, two million, five million. If you screw it up,
5: you got to be held accountable in front of everybody. Okay, let me, let me ask all of you guys this, Tim. I'll let you start because you know the dynamics <laughs> of the owner, general manager, coach, player. I had a conversation Saturday at okay. the Guardians game with a very successful businessman. Okay who has season tickets to all three, knows the intimate workings of the organizations on all levels, Okay. Guardians, Cavs, Browns, knows what's going on. Also has piloted countless businesses from the bottom to the top. Okay. It's primarily how he's made his money. He buys bad businesses that have bad infrastructures. He takes them over. He reworks it and then sells it at a huge profit. Right. I asked him, what are we seeing with the Browns? Even though we were watching the Guardians game, I said, what, what's, what is going on there? And he's a no-nonsense CEO-type guy. And this is what he said. And this was before yesterday's game. He said, we've lost games in every way imaginable. Kickers, quarterbacks, <clears throat> wide receivers, coaches, all the defense. It, all of those people answer to one person. And there's, a, there's only one person that everybody in the organization answers to. And that's Jimmy Haslam. And he really didn't sugarcoat it. He just said, the Browns are a mess from top to bottom. And it starts at the very top and works its way down. When you look at the Guardians, no, they don't have a ring on their finger. But you know the stat. They've won more games in the American League over the last 10 years with a smaller payroll that everybody except perhaps the Rays who have had similar success. Right, right. So how are they doing it? Well, they're doing it because they're fr- and everybody wants to kill the owner, but the owner has put together the the envy of all other 29 teams, Absolutely. the front office. Mm-hmm. And then then they get the right people in the right positions. Chris Antonetti, Tito. Yeah. They've got the right, they're player development people. They've got winners at all of those spots. There's some people in the Browns organization. I'm just going to say it. It's probably wildly unpopular over there, but there are some people in really powerful positions. And you know who I'm talking about, Jason that have no business, they have no business homes. being a part of this organization, Absolutely. none. Absolutely. And if they were True. fired today, which they won't be because their family, they wouldn't be getting a call from any of the other 31 teams to come fix our mess. So for me, after watching it again on Sunday, and, and having this conversation with someone who really knows
0: just goes to the top. That's so what we were talking about with Matt Colleague when Matt was in the other day. Absolutely. It's exactly what we
5: were talking exactly about. Exactly what we were saying.
0: And am, am I wrong about what I'm saying here? With- you are one million percent right. And, Tim, I don't want to hijack this from you, but real quick, i got to piggyback off what you just said. I covered the NBA for 10 years. I had a very high profile NBA executive who's run teams before called me hated the Watson move. Let's put that out there. Hated the Deshaun Watson signing and said, this is what happens when you have an organization with no core values, no structure, no foundation. He said, go look at your baseball team in that town and look what they do with what they have. They are the envy of everyone in sports. And look at your football team that has unlimited resources that can't get out of their own way. It's the ownership. It's the culture of the ownership. And, and this guy said, I, from what I could see of Kevin, he said, I actually really like Kevin. think he could be really good. I don't know if he stands a chance in that organization with that ownership group. I think he
5: is floundering not because – of him himself, I think it's because the infrastructure around him. 100%. And that's why I keep – like, I'm not going to drop the hammer on Kevin until he at least gets a quarterback. I do think that part of it we got right. But if you hire enough of them, you're going to stumble into one eventually. Well, that's exactly – yeah. And they did. Yeah. But unfortunately, when you go up from Kevin – you look around and you're like, well, we're stuck with what oh we my have God. That's a, you and can't, we're stuck. And go look, listen,
0: I, I didn't mention this on the final take that I was going to do the one day. Go back and look at that Jets game. Go back and watch a television broadcast when the Jets recover the fumble. Kevin Stefanski standing on the sidelines. He's surrounded by children, children on the sidelines. The children of the family of ownership is surrounding the head coach in the middle of the game. Where else does that happen? Where else does that happen? You wish, that, it, it is. It was the grant. It was the family. It was having family kids surrounding Kevin. Do
5: we have video game. evidence of this? Or no, a it's still. A still
0: it's a, well, just it was still. on the broadcast. It was on television broadcast because that's what was sent to me. It was it, somebody. Tweeted can it we out. show that? Yeah. I mean, it was. It, it, find it. See if
1: you can send that to Mike and, and we can show I mean, a picture find, of that. It's technically in that gray area that we it's don't. It's not video.
4: In.
0: It's a still. It's a still right. from the game. So that should be good.
1: So go ahead,
4: Tim. The question is? What does ownership have to do with this? The, there you go. Yeah, you know, you, you, you were playing. part of this. Not, not yes. with this. You game. know what? I don't. Should we
0: show kids' faces? I guess no. they were already on, the...
1: No, actually, no, no, you're right. Uh, yeah, you're. Right. I, I mean,
0: they were on the broadcast. Yeah. They were on the broadcast. But my point. Listen, no, you're right. You can go find it for yourself. My yeah. point is, where else in the NFL are kids hanging out on the sideline? How close to, to Stefanski were they? a Brad. Right next to Kevin to Stefanski. Yeah, right point, at what point in the game? Uh, after the Jets recover the onside kick. They got that onside At the end of the game. <laughs> At the end of the game. So while that's going
5: on, Kevin Stefanski is trying to coach surrounded by kids. That's a fact.
1: You can you can go back and see it. It's
5: you know what?
0: That's
1: all the evidence
5: we need. <laughs> Tim, have you
1: ever should never happen?
0: Tim, have you ever heard or seen anything like that?
2: I've never heard or seen anything like that. I, I didn't even see that during the game, to be honest with you. I think I was too busy throwing my remote control across the, <laughs> across the room to, to look at the screen. I <laughs> so, think that's why I missed it, too. <laughs> it, exactly. Know, I'm, I'm like, Here we're do, how the hell are we going to lose this game to the Jets right now, man? So I, I didn't notice that during the broadcast. But, no, that, I've certainly never seen that before.
5: Yeah. And how troubling is that? I mean, <laughs> can this organization ever
2: win with this family owning the team? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like we're so close. I mean, it's hard to say we can't win because we should be winning these games. And, you know, it's just it's a matter of just, you know, guys trying to find a way to finish games. You know, they they put together one hell of a roster. I mean, this is a good football team and they're getting way more out of their quarterback, their backup quarterback than I think any of us thought they were going to get. Jacoby Brissett's playing good football until the last Three minutes of the game and a lot of these times you shouldn't even be in those situations to have to try to win the game so right. I think they're right on the verge of being a good football team and, and getting going in the right direction but you know Jay like we said earlier it, it, is it a culture thing because you know the last 20 years it's almost like the Browns have been cursed in trying to win these games. And it just continues year after year after year. And I don't know what the answer is to to get over that hump, to, to, uh, to start winning these type of games, these close games. But we've found ways over the last 20 years to lose these games like, that you couldn't even imagine. It's, yeah. it's, I mean, it's so yes. frustrating to watch.
5: Yeah, and even yeah. when Staley says, you know, I think I'm going to go for it here and doesn't get it. Right. You're literally thinking this is over. You get 15 yards and it's a kicker. It's a, it's a chip shot for our kicker. And we can't yeah. get any extra yards, and it ends up being now in defense of our kicker, kicks of plus fifty yards. There, there's tough. a reason that those are you know the right. lowest percentage in terms of kicks made in the league. It's it's difficult, uh, and it's not a matter of whether or not he has the leg. It's just you also have to you have to put the kick <laughs> in the right spot. And he didn't do it. Uh, McNugget's has something for you before we let you go, Tim.
1: Yeah, Tim. Today's the first day that Sean Watson can return to the Browns facility. He can't practice, but he can lift with the team. He can't participate in team meetings. So, you've been in those situations in those meetings. How quickly do you think he'll get reacclimated within this Browns system? So when he can return to the field, hopefully he'll be as unrusty, non-rusty, I'm not sure what the as least rusty yeah. as possible.
2: Well, I think mentally, you know, he can be up to full speed. You know, I think that, uh, you know, being in the meetings, I think he's obviously been working uh, on his own, you know, probably going out and having wide receivers and calling plays and just getting used to, you know, getting the terminology out to to guys and, you know, going through his reads, things like that. But, you know, you can't replace that game speed, you know, especially when when he comes back at that point in the season. Um, you know, it's, it's going to be, you know, guys are going to be fighting for playoff positions and things like that. The speed of the game is going to be flying. He's going to be rusty. I mean, let's be honest. The guy hadn't played a lot of football in the last two years. He hadn't played at all in the last two years. So, I mean, to say, to think he could just come out there and look like the Deshaun Watson of old right off the bat. I think is unrealistic. It's going to be a process, but I think mentally he can be there. I think it's just getting up to the game speed and, and getting used to getting hit again and making those quick decisions and getting, to, getting the ball out of his hand. But, you know, I think, um, you know, we hopefully can get there as quickly as possible. I just, uh, I think it's going to take, a, you know, at least a few games and, uh, you know, maybe into next season before we see the real Deshaun Watson. All right, Tim, before we let you go, last thing,
5: 20 seconds. What's their record if Deshaun Watson has played all five games so far?
2: <sighs> um, You know, I, I think... I think we've probably got one loss right now, you know. I think you know in these, these these situations where you know, especially yesterday, I don't think Deshaun Watson makes tries to make that throw that Jacoby tried to make. I think Deshaun Watson trusts his legs to run for that first down and at least know that oh, you need a field goal right here. You got a, you got the game in your back pocket. Right. The <laughs> only thing you can't do is turn the football over and you win the game. So yeah, you, Jacoby you should have trusted ball. his legs. Jacoby he probably have. could have run that ball into the end zone. He, he would have been very close. Been, he would have been very close. And, and Jacoby, he made some good runs during that game. So yes, it's, he, yeah. He, yeah, you know, he, he made some great runs. So, you know, in that situation, if it's not like, if the guy's not just standing in the end zone wide right open over. and the defensive nah. back fell down, you run that ball, you throw it over his head, and you, you, you win the game on a field goal. So, you know, that that was, uh, you know, I'm sure he's, he's uh, you know, having a tough day today watching that film and, you know, just trying to, you know, relived that decision, and all he had to do was just tuck it and run to the sideline, man, and he's uh, at worst getting the first down if not turning the corner and scoring. Tim, thanks as always, man. Great stuff.
5: We'll see you next week. Appreciate you, Tim. All right. Appreciate you guys. Appreciate you, see you next thanks, week. Tim. You know, thanks. When I was listening to Tim at one point, he said, you know, man, this just keeps going on. I, how do you put up with it? He's got to be, th- you know, he regretted being drafted by the Browns the day he was drafted by the Browns. <laughs> and now all these years later, he still regrets being drafted by the Browns because he can't unwash himself of his fandom of this team. Yeah, Despite likes. everything that happened to him here, he still loves this football team, watches every snap like, uh,
1: like he's out there. McNuggets. Yeah, so we mentioned this is Deshaun Watson's first day back in the facility. All the reports have come out saying he's been training, he's been working out with his trainer, throwing on the side. Changed his diet up. He started eating a lot more built Bars, actually, which is why when he comes back, he's going to be in arguably the greatest shape we've ever had. I was following Deshaun him for Watson. a second. You son of a... F- I haven't talked to him because... I don't have his number. We, we can't get him on the show, but I do have sources that tell me if they had talked to Deshaun Watson, he would have told them his favorite flavor is the cookie dough chunk puffs because of the 160 calories and 15 grams of protein. Despite the 230 million guaranteed he got, he's still using code LOCKDOWN15 for 15% off at Built.com. If you guys are just tuning in, we do post game shows after every Browns game. We do post game shows after every Guardians game. All five t-shirts. of the games have been decided All during the, the two games minute warning. The two Guardians games have been wild. Come oh, down the yeah. That. G Bush and Earl held it down. Bowl will be back. Uh, Cleveland Clothing Company, they can buy t shirts. If you missed earlier in the show, we had some heated exchanges between Brad and Jason on who to blame, whether or not to run, go back. You could watch that on VOD. And I got one question for you guys. Now I'm going to hand it back. But we've talked about KD York a little bit. <laughs> When you draft a kicker in the fourth round, those are the kicks you draft him to make. And I know he's young, and Jay, I want to open this up with you because yeah. you are the Cade York defender. I,
5: I was the big supporter of that decision, and
1: I still I'm am, right by the with way.
5: You. I'm right there with
0: you.
1: Good. I'm, I'm not glad saying to hear the wrong decision. Arm arm. Right. Has your <clears throat> no unanimous belief in Cade York diminished at all no. since no. yesterday?
5: No, not at all. He made a 58-yarder in week one. A 58-yarder in week one. That would have been good for about 65. It would have been good for he he hit 65. The he hit the net. Hit the net. So, did should have he hit the 44-yarder yesterday? Yeah, he should have at least hit the net on that. He didn't even yeah. get to get I mean, it was awful. Mm-hmm. And uh that didn't help him with the 54 or 53-yarder whatever sure. it officially was listed at at the end of the game, which by the way, and this doesn't help, it makes it worse actually. It 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 if they would have got if another 5 yards, that ball would have been good. But if you can't do that, um, he's 8 of 10. He made his first eight field goals. I went back and looked yesterday because I remember Justin Tucker not being Justin Tucker that we see today. That doesn't just make every field goal. He, he literally has made every second half an overtime field goal. 72 in a row.
1: It's the most absurd stat I've ever seen. And,
5: and he doesn't just make them. He puts them directly over the crossbar. I mean, if the uprights were this wide, he would make every one of his kicks. There was a stat yesterday. If the uprights were a half yard apart, he would have made it. It's on a, foot, it's and a half, foot and a half. Right and, dead set. And I loved that They were talking about it. Collinsworth and the crew were talking about it. He actually, every kick he takes during the week, his entire unit, snapper, holder, everything, they look at it like it's a game-winning kick. And the reason you do that is because... You have to practice yourself being in that situation. I, too many times I see kickers who have great jobs kind of slack off at practice. I mean, they're, we, what, they're throwing the ball into the dirt getting get mean, it to come back and catching it with I, I one mean, hand. Are we doing They're that? spinning it on their finger. What are they doing? I don't know. Doing? I don't know, but this guy's so good. When he hit this one, he literally just looks at the, He looks at his fans and he's like, thank you. <laughs> thank you. The guy is now. Justin Tucker has ruined it for every other kicker that will ever put his foot to a football because there is not now there has never been before him and I'm going to go out on the line and say there will never be after him a kicker that is that good. But I will also add to that the Ravens
0: invest more time, energy and money into the kicking game than any other team in the league. They do. I talked to Phil Dawson about this and, and the fact that they have like a kicking coach on staff. Specifically, It's not just a special teams coach. Right. Who goes, hey, go make It's a like kick. a swing coach in golf.
5: Absolutely. It's working specifically on his mechanics and, I, and the kick. And I
0: don't understand why more NFL teams aren't doing this when we talk every week about the number of games that come down to three points or less. And to
5: that point, and this is the reason I started this conversation the way I did, and this is why it ultimately leads me to my answer. <clears throat> Mr. Money, the guy who makes about 95% of his field goals, regardless of how far they're from, Missed 18 field goals his first four years in the NFL. 18. That's more than four misses a year. That would get him cut from three quarters of the teams in the league. He wouldn't make it today. He wouldn't. I mean, if he started that way today, that's why. And Jason, I'll let you give the stat because I was so glad that you said it because I was thinking the exact same thing you were. The Browns have cut bait on kickers in the past, yeah. three of them, that are still kicking in the league for other teams. So perhaps the answer was here, but the pressure that this fan base puts on organizations. Not just cut, here, it's Not everywhere. just here, it is everywhere, and it's because of Justin Tucker. We watched Justin Tucker make every kick. Bullets sat there and said, kicker should never miss. Never, ever, ever, oh, ever. That's, that's outrageous. Ever. <coughs> of course it's outrageous. Who grades at 100%? Justin Tucker. Yeah. He's made it so difficult for every other kicker our kickers going to be fine. These are growing pains that every young kicker in the league deals with. Yeah, he kicked at LSU. Yeah, he won a national championship. Yes, he hit big kicks, but it's different. This is a business. He's not going to class on Monday. This is a business. And he's learning how to handle the pressure and the wins at First Energy. He's going to be fine. My hope is He's still kicking for this team 10 years from now, but you better not get antsy and cut him because Agreed. if you do, we're going to watch him for 10 years, make big
0: kicks for some other team. And I don't think that they would do that. I think he's probably feeling a crisis of confidence for the first time in his life. I agree. With he's that. probably never gone. He's probably never missed multiple kicks in a game ever. Mm-hmm. And so this is, he's figuring out adversity and dealing with adversity. And I think the thing that you're, I wrote this this morning, Daniel Carlson was drafted yeah. by the Vikings and they traded two picks to move up into the fifth round and take them. Uh, kicker out of Auburn, SEC school, had yep. a very successful career Good there. pedigree. Mike Zimmer's got a short fuse, though. And Carlson missed three kicks in one game. Cost the Vikings a win. Z- Where did Kevin Stefanski and Mike Preefer come? Minnesota. They came from Minnesota, both of them. They were there when this happened. Zimmer snapped, cut his kicker the next day. Daniel Carlson's now one of the best kickers in the league for the Las Vegas Raiders. You've got to be patient with the rookie Including rookie kickers, <coughs> we've said it from when he made the Carolina kick. You said he's going to miss kicks this year. That will cost well, this that game. That will cost well, the
3: team game. Well, because well, he's a kicker, happened. that's what they do. That's think, happened. First of all, I don't think we should be talking about cutting a kicker. I think it's a young guy. You know, but it's happened in the you're, NFL you're, before. Yeah. After uh, well, games like I that. Argue, so, so have a of a thousand other things, right? So we yeah. sit here and we have a guy that is learning on the job. The, the, the one thing I worry about is when I, I you know, I, I look for the other things. I see his face. Sure his face has a look on it that is like mm. it has it has and yes after yeah. that he has, a, he, has when that, he came
5: out for the long one, I said I don't like look. his I don't like his look
3: and so when I said this I said that's why I was talking about those those few little yards to the end make it easier on him
0: you don't have to be a that's what yard. I that's, that's It doesn't what I have said to be too. a 54 yard yeah make it a 40 get a first down yeah <laughs> just get a little bit more well they did they got it from the 45 to the 35 yeah so they did get it closer, and yeah, of course you want he to get needed, an extra forty-five yards. yards. Well, they had they had one closer. more timeout, we, we, they probably. Well, could.
3: we wasted a couple of plays, right? We got nothing out of the plays, yep. and so you did him a disservice. So you put him at a fifty-four yarder to win it. Right? He's
5: played five game, NFL games right. in his life, and this nonsense that you know, and I heard it yesterday. I saw it. Well, well, there's no say, person. You it, we, you there's no, no person. No, you don't.
3: There's no person in any profession that is gonna feel good about themselves when they don't deliver when it's time to deliver right. you will start self doubt yourself. He,
5: if he makes that kick all of these warts that we've spent an hour and eight minutes talking about. Let me aren't ugly anymore. Let, let right. me let me
4: let me tell you. Here's what it is. It doesn't have really necessarily to do with the kicker. It has to do with time after time. If you're a regular fan, you like listen, I'm tired of hearing this is this kicker is that kicker who cares like when you when you as a fan Look across the field, and you say, "What well, a quarterback messed up!" Well, the defense can't stop nobody. We can't cover onside kicks. We can't do the simple things. We can't tackle nobody, and now our kicker makes base kicks. People just gonna start blaming people. That's just what happens. They that that is there's futility. They start being like, "Well, you know what? Ain't nobody good." Because here's my thing: We've sat here, and I'll get I'll say it. So we said we got you know firing Joe Woods ain't gonna do. Sefaski. Listen, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's the owners that mess with him a little bit. You know, he's good too. the kicker. Don't touch the kicker. You know what? Sometimes, you know, we got those players, you know, they got talent though. So we maybe don't figure together. My question is to to everybody else. Well, who the hell is accountable for anything? Nobody is getting touched, and here's the reality of it. I'm coming with the I come with this. By the way, ain't no, body chop, body, no, ain't chop. no chopping. <laughs> Let me tell you this. This is this is this is a 2016 Gallup report on the state of American workplace. The majority of, of workers are either treading water or actively disengaged, while only one third are positively motivated and committed to their work. Engaged employees are those who help fuel organizational development, charge and change of leadership, and that what is what is is called. It is called disengaged workers. There's two thirds of the people on your team punching the clock, just punching the clock. Also called laying down. Just, uh, I'm gonna get paid. Now, now my thing is when you talked about Justin Tucker, that man doing this, that's an engaged worker. That's an engaged person that takes this stuff personally. My thing is, I ain't seen nobody. Give me 53 of those. Mm. I ain't seen
3: nobody. That that goes back to my point, what I was saying earlier. So you you have to hold the accountable, right?
6: If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this off season, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast.